Welcome to Real Everyday People, an Eladio Nino podcast. You either die the hero or see yourself become the villain. See too many dark nights and light the way you're living. They got me living. The plot is This is El Nino podcast. I'm Eladio Nino, and this is Real Everyday People. So before I even get started to say anything, man, shout out to the Detroit Lions and boys are doing a thing for sure, man. I had the privilege. I got an invitation. I went to the game. Uh, I loved it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I was I was very uh, I was very comfortable and um, just just I had great seats and uh, absolute blessing, man. And uh, I love I love to see it. I think that our city needs that. You know, it lifts the morale. Uh, and it lifts the standards, you know what I'm saying, of who we are and what we represent here in Detroit. But um, today, man, we got a special guest to hear. I'm, I'm, I'm honored to have him here, actually him and his father. Uh, these guys been making noise. They doing their thing. I love it on a positive tip, man. And, uh, you know, without any further ado, man, we got my man Kid Jay. What's up with you? What's up, my guy? My guy. And we got his father up, over here, up, boss up. man. That's right. What up, though? You know, that's his manager and everything else. <laughs> Yes, sir. So what's up, man? How you guys doing? I'm doing oh, no, great, I'm chilling. man. This is good. Go ahead, Pop. Hey, I, I I just want to say I appreciate being here on this podcast. I love it. It's beautiful in here. Uh, yeah, just living, man. Trying to mm. live the dream. Ain't no doubt about it. Um, I was gonna tell you, I'm glad we was able to connect off the princess boat. So. I appreciate you for having me here. Shout out to Veronica yeah, and yeah, Serenity, Serenity for sure. Man, show. definitely big shout out to Serenity Atkinson and uh, and Veronica Guajardo. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a, a, a dope uh, backpack giveaway event, and that's yeah. how we end up connecting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was hosting the event. You did a live performance. It was dope. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, it's definitely a privilege, and, and look how far we are now. You know what I'm I saying? Know it's crazy. Yeah, definitely. So shout out to you guys that are always doing, you know, good things, positive things. They're always breaking bread and networking and connecting everybody. So, you know, much love to you guys. We appreciate you. And um, but yeah, man, uh, let's let's, you know, tell the people a little bit about who you are, where you from, you know. Well, um, my name is Kid J. Um, I'm from out here around the Detroit area, Ypsilanti, and uh, I make positive rap music. So what I mean by positive rap music is uh, clean rap music. So I try to keep the whole violence and the and the curse words out of my music to to um, make my make my music different than other rappers. So that's yeah. that's really dope. So is it challenging for you to be able to do that? How a easy or hard bit. is it for you? It you is know? a little bit because once okay when I when I first started doing music, um, I was using the words. I ain't gonna lie, mm-hmm. but um, once I was trying to be different and. Uh, I got put it. It was challenging for me because. Mm. So I'm going blank on you, Coach. So you so you used to make music with profanity in it, yeah. And then you decided to take it out, yeah. Okay, so the challenges to doing that because we are accustomed when it comes to rap music. You mm. know what I'm saying? Right. You know all of the above. You know no 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 uh, no bars held. Uh, you know, so for you to be able to produce clean music, yeah. like that's that's setting a whole new standard. That's, that's the, like that's the challenge on itself, because everybody expect the same thing. So I think that's a challenge too for him to stay in that lane, because it's always pressure to say, "Why don't you do it this way? Why don't you do it that way?" And it's like, "No, nah, that ain't the way," you know. So I know he always battle with that too. His friends, and why don't you do a little custom in it? But yeah, that, yeah, yeah, but I've, that, had, I've had friends tell me if I started cursing, then my career would blow up. I was like, nah, no, I don't believe that. I mean, you know, you really giving me like, uh, you know, Will Smith vibes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody has something to say about like Will Smith fifth, and his music. Five hundred person to say that, and, and, and I mean, <laughs> I mean, he blew up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and his career took off and into other realms of things that made mm-hmm. him even more successful. But at the end of the day, he was able to prove to the world that you don't necessarily need profanity or talk about you know negative things to be able to be successful and right. make good music and i mean to his day i mean the, the music he made 20 30 years ago is still bangers mm-hmm. you know summertime yeah absolutely let me are, say let me know? say this too i think you know everybody is it's it's, it's it's a lot of repetitive same thing you know you want to find your own lane for artists that want to find you know this is for the artists too that can hear me 
you want to you want to be uh, as big as you can be, but you want to find your own lane and blow that lane up and be different. That will make you stand out being different. Because if you jump in, if you if it's 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 almost like a pot of the gumbo. It all need ingredients to be good, but everything in the gumbo ain't good. It just go together. So that's you right. just be that you be that singled out piece. That's that's just a little different than what's in the pot. So let's talk a little bit about your upcoming as your childhood. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like like what was it like growing up as a child? Uh. It was hard, but at the same time, it wasn't like we was like, you know, struggling. Like my parents always made sure I had a roof over my head, but um and you, I, were, and you were raised with both your parents? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's but good. I, but I always say that my parents were uh, doubted from like day one because my mom had me at, at uh, such such a young age. You know, mm-hmm. she she was still in school, my dad was out of school, and there were people saying that she wasn't going to graduate, and my mom graduated with a high point average. Wow, that's yeah. great. So um, that's why. So I, I have a song out called uh, "Golden Child." So basically, okay. I shout that song out to them because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm the one that has to give back to them for everything that they did for me, type thing. You know what I mean? So, yeah. That no, that's really dope, man. And you know, to be inspired by your mother and for her to not so much prove everybody wrong, but right. she beat the statistics. Exactly. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because statistically. It's common, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, for for young mothers to to fail, you know what I'm saying, or yeah, yeah. even not to fail, but just to make a lot of errors where, you know, life is hard, you know what I'm saying, right. and, and, and it impacts, you know, your kids as well, you mm-hmm. know, where your kids, you know, they end up, uh, you know, carrying the trauma that's passed on to them through, you know, their parents' trauma and everything that they've endured, and, you know, a lot of times when your parents have been through things and haven't healed from them, they, they pass on that baggage to the future generation, right. you know what I'm saying and, and sometimes you live your life with animosity in your heart and you don't even know where it came from yeah. you know mm-hmm. but what's also important though is that you had the balance of having a strong mother and having a father present yeah. you know what i'm saying like yeah. man when i first met you guys i was just I, I you guys was just so admirable you know what i'm saying and i was you know so inspired because you know, I you know your guys' presence. You know what I'm saying? How you guys go together, and even when your pops pulled up on me because I was hosting, he's like, "Listen, man, this is my son, bro. I need you to come at it like point, this, yeah. and like that, and like this." <laughs> and I loved it. I respected it so right. much. I was like, "You know what, bro? You can take the money, yeah, yeah. bro. I, I want you to do it because it was so much. There was so much to you. Yeah. There was so much to your presentation. Right. I didn't want to leave nothing out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, bro. I was like, why don't you take the mic and do it, bro? Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Because you know, I, I just I wanted you to get everything that you had coming. Yes, sir. You know, before we get too far in the podcast, man, I wanted to do uh, shout out to Big Homie, that guy Trick Trick. He's doing a lot of big things with my son, as far as uh, doing some management with him as well. Um, Trick Trick, what yeah, up, though? Big things mm-hmm. coming, GSM baby. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, so it's just been a very great journey. Uh, America's Got Talent. Steve Harvey is real close with kids. Yes, uh, yeah, let's talk about yeah, that. America's yeah. Got Talent, bro. Like, that's really dope. Mm, yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> you know, to just to even get that opportunity. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, no matter what, like, how many people can say I made it there? You right. Know? No, it was... was What's crazy is that uh, a couple a couple years before um, they actually denied me, mm-hmm. and then they kind of like got rid of my confidence and everything. So I so I like worked my way back up, and then eventually when it was coming back back around around season sixteen, I was like, you know what? Why not reach out to them? And then they sent the email back. Then that's when we started to do like the virtual auditions, and then that's when we got the tickets to fly out there. Everything went so fast; it was it was surreal. Wow, that's really dope, man. That's really cool. So uh, where did you guys end up going? Where did you have to fly to? Um, What were the preparations uh, like? So we was in Pasadena, California. We was right down the street from where they play the Rose Bowl. Okay. Uh, We we went to COVID year, so we really couldn't do too much. People were getting getting tested all the time. So we couldn't really leave, but we Mm -hmm. could, you know, we could go around. You know, we was at a... We was at a great hotel where oh, they man. had an outdoor oh, mall, and they had everything that you would think that America's Got Talent would give you. So it was beautiful. Everything went well. Um, besides that, I mean, you know, Terry Crews, when he seen Jay, he was like, oh, hey, kid, man. Jay. I know, and Jay was like, yeah, man, he yeah. knows me. It was, it was like, like, a, like yeah. a moment to where 
as soon as he called me, I was like, Kid J, my guy, my man, or whatever. Me and Pops looked at each other like, he talking about us? Like, <laughs> Wow, yeah, that's yeah, so yeah. dope, man. So. To not, uh, to not, you know, you recognize him, but he recognized exactly. you, man. Yeah. Shout exactly. out to Terry Crews, man. Shout, Shout out to them Flintstones, all the boys in Flint. Free yeah. my guy Popeye, man. Much love mm -hmm. to you. And speaking of Trick Trick, it's crazy because the same way I met you, that's how I met Trick Trick, bro. I was mm -hmm. at a photo shoot at Hart Plaza that uh, Veronica and Serenity invited me to, and they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, trick tricks coming. I was like, damn, for real. <laughs> I was like, that's dope. So we did like a whole photo shoot at Hart Plaza and then over there by the fist and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then um shit, just what about a month ago I had his brother Diesel on here. Yeah. Oh man. Shout yeah. out to Uncle Diesel, Mr. Tubi himself. My yeah, man. no, that's what I call <laughs> I call I call him the king of Tubi movies, oh, man. man. You know? <laughs> and, and 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 I'm gonna oh, tell y'all if y'all don't know already, that look that he gives you in the movies. Is a real look. Oh, it looks man. like that all the time. You he, know? Ne he never smiles. Yeah, never. <laughs> never seen him smile. He's like he's always in role, huh? Yeah. He's always playing a role. Yeah, so. <laughs> but man, he's doing his thing, bro. And you know, I, I love it. I applaud him. You know what I'm saying? Just being progressive and you know, trying to, you know, motivate others to, you know, get into that type of business, you know, mm -hmm. as far as, you know, acting, producing, writing, like there's so many uh, different components that go to that, right. you know. Man, it's saying? so it's so much stuff that, you know, I, I will say that uh, Uncle Trick and his family does, that's amazing. The band is one of them. Like he does, you know, you just, being involved in that rotation with the fam and being, you know, honorary family members of, Trick and his family is 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 beautiful to watch, the the work that they put in and, and, and inspiring to us and to put in back to us and we put in back with them and we just it's all a collab of beautifulness. Yeah, because I, I know you mentioned that he does a lot of mentoring with 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 your son. Yeah, you know? mm -hmm. what is that like? What's that experience like, bro? Oh man, I'm okay. So at first. You think that your music and everything is perfect until you get in the studio with Trick Tricks, and then you feel like you're doing everything wrong. But I mean, what can you tell a platinum recording artist? Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean. So yeah. like, you know, I thought I had things down as far as tonality and everything, and he basically took me through a whole boot camp to basically teach me tonality. Yeah. So now when I hit this hit the studio, is it's a little different. I'm more mindful about what I'm what I'm putting out. You know what I mean? He's so, a doctor of music. Yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty much. That's, that's what his doctor. He's his doctor of music. So I was like, okay, well, the doctor makes everything right. Mm -hmm. so no, that's no, that's yeah. really so dope. There, so yeah. there'd be like moments in the studio if I don't do something right, he'd be like, oh no, nephew, redo that, nephew. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, yeah. That ain't it. He cut it straight yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, that no, ain't uh -uh. it. That ain't it. But, but I mean, you I know, when you, when you when you putting in that work in that time with somebody. And you want it to be right, right. and you want the person like on the other end, which would be Jay, that understands that Trick is doing it for him to make it right. Absolutely. And then you just go through it. Does it get frustrating it right. for you? Oh, have you ever disagreed? Have you ever disagreed? Uh, like, man. Okay, so so the been a lot of disagree and agree. It was <laughs> it was the first time we was in the studio, and it was like the first time he ever, I guess, corrected me or checked me, checked me, or wherever you want to put it. And I was like, but Unc, it's supposed to sound like this. And he like he like, no, nah, nephew try it this way and then we end up going with going with the way he chose and it was perfect for the song but okay. yeah that was like the first time i was ever like but but, um, but i'm doing it right and he's he like no you're not hearing me you know what i mean mm -hmm. so so yeah well it's i mean you know he's very experienced you know what very, i'm saying right. in music so mm -hmm. you know it's definitely important to take heed you know mm -hmm. to advice you right. know because i'm sure he has a certain ear for things and mm -hmm. and stuff like that and like you said he's in place to help you uh progress you know right. what i'm saying and to help you uh cultivate your craft mm -hmm. shout out to the harvey foundation that's what i meant to say too steve is great too kid jay so we had to put steve out there man as well. that's so dope man that is great bro shout that's out to mr harvey that's mm -hmm. that's a blessing, man. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? To be in the presence of all these, you know, successful people. And uh, I mean, like they say, man, if you run with wolves, you're going to learn how to howl. If you run with eagles, you're going to learn how to fly. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you you on your way, bro. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Spread your wings. You're still young. You still got a lot of growing and creating to do. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I, I can't wait. I'm going to sit back and, and watch your growth, man. Yeah, I you appreciate know? it. And, and I love that you, you know, being able to come here and, and share your story and, and, uh, and you know, talk about your, you know, your talent that you have, bro. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. Yep, definitely. Yeah. So That's you true. did uh, Backwoods and Bonfires, too. Yeah. What was that experience like for you? Um, 
it was pretty cool. It wasn't really what I what I expected, but mm-hmm. I had a great time. And I got to um link with a, with a lot of artists that I haven't seen in a minute. So like um uh, Flex Live, I got to meet with my cousin Polo. Mm-hmm. Um I got to see Miles uh dope. So yeah, so it was it was it was good as far as performance wise and uh social networking with other artists. So yeah. So how hard is it to want to do like features with other rappers and um but they use profanity mm-hmm. in their music you know it's very hard but that's where it comes with compromise because yeah, okay. i've done songs with people who have dumped like, it down like, yeah like crazy yeah. profanity mm-hmm. and they will at least dial it back when they know that they're dealing with me and yeah. my fan base right okay yeah no yeah. that's really dope man shout out to g Mac cash that's probably my favorite uh, collab that Kid J has. Too. Oh yeah, that's I just seen a picture. I think on Instagram with you guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. that's really dope. Yeah, man. that's like my big brother. Mm. Yeah. Was you able to make any good connections when you was out there in Pasadena? Ooh. Oh, oh, um, Mr. Chow. Shout out to Mr. Chow. He was. No, Mr. Cherry. Oh, oh no, Mr. Right. Cherry. <laughs> okay, no, hey, it was Mr. Was, Cherry. That's what it was. Hey, I thought um, it was a child. Where was he from? Was he from Japan? Oh no, Dude, Korea. I think Korea. Korea. He's yeah. from Korea. His name Sorry, was Mr. Mr. Cherry. Yeah. Y'all need to go look up Mr. Cherry. He had this act where he where he where he bashed walnuts on the ground with his butt, and, and he was like skipping <laughs> on to the next one over 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 over. Get out of here! And yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it was cool the way we met him because we was in the little um, holding area before they came and got you to do your audition. Mm-hmm. And he had this uh, box thing that when he when he spoke um when he spoke his language into it, it came out in English. Oh, for real? Yeah. That was dope. Mm-hmm. That oh, was that's dope. sweet, and then man. Once, then when we spoke English into it, it came out in Korean. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. So he crazy. understood us. And yeah. he continued to follow us. He had a baby. We, we seen him have a kid. Uh, we told him congratulations. It was He's always supported since then. And like I said, we were two different cultures, met in a room full of a whole bunch of people. He actually made his way to us. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we made a good connection with him. Um, we actually was uh, rest our soul, Nightbird. We was in uh, America. We was we was in that season with her, beautiful voice, beautiful person. We met a lot of beautiful people. We connected with a lot of beautiful people, but mm-hmm. you know, oh, unfortunately, that's, that's, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. That's dope. Yeah. And you, uh, Diamond Cut Management. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's talk about it. Yeah, uh, you know. Hey, I'm uh, I started off as dad. Then I became Poppinger. Then I became manager. Then I had to come up with my name and my LLC. And, uh, it was another diamond cut management, uh, but it was, I don't know where we had, we had some mix-ups, but Sweets, Big Sweets said, where'd you get that name from? When I first met him in Trick, I was like, uh, uh, well, I kinda, he's like, you know that was my name, right? We laughed about it. <laughs> but uh, we had something different on the, on, on the name, and then I know he had did, it's all raw. And then, you know, we kind of like, it was like, we just keep doing your thing, nephew. It's all good. We laughed about it. But I just started from the bottom, let my son wrap his way up, put an LLC on it, try to, you know, make some money in these little crevices. And, uh, and, and is there, has there been, has it been lucrative monetary-wise? Uh, yeah, we, we, it's, the ball is rolling now. Like, we're getting, mm-hmm. we're getting it from other, every different angles. You know what okay. I mean? Um yeah. Facebook money, streaming money, you know, you gotta just put your hands a little bit everywhere yeah. into you and then you do a lot of hustling fire shows and events and um, you just gotta learn how to save, learn what shows to do with, learn who to mess with, you know, and it, keep things flowing that way. It's a lot daddy, of rock He got rolls. you though by his side, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, like yeah. how did you learn the business? Who taught you the business? Well, uh, believe it or not, my cousin Dooley, shout out to my cousin Dooley, uh, he passed away, uh, unfortunate event, but he was with, he did a tour with the Hot Boys and BG and all of them. And then my uncle was in the music and then like with musically inclined and then Polo Frost is our cousin. And, mm-hmm. you know, we got a few others, but you know, we, we come from a, a, a predominantly musical family. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you guys, you guys got that in your blood. You yeah, guys is, just yeah, you guys born with talent then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yep. Athletes and musicians. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. That's a good positive future. Yeah. Um. So, uh, how old were you when you started doing music? Um, I didn't put out my first song until I was like what, fifteen? About fifteen years old. 15. Okay. I, um, I put out a song with a with a music video called Better Be. It's still out to this day. It got like. Thing like what two 
two to four thousand views, something like that. Okay. But yeah, that was that was my first ever song. But it was in the snow. It was so it was so cold, but it was a fresh yeah, video. Yeah, and then oh, at the end, it's video. it's kind of like cringe for a little bit because at the end, you know, my uh, pops he come out the garage and he handed me the money. I'm only fourteen years old, <laughs> and, then, and then I'm walking, walking off, and then yeah. Yeah, it was so, we was just learning. Mm-hmm. We didn't know who yeah. shot the video. Uh, uh, shout out to Six um, Out the Box TV. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, now I, 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 I Six, don't knock me don't for my brain, but Diva, I know Mob Diva too. But they have, uh, they have multiple things that they do with the community, and they shoot videos for all the youth. And mm-hmm. yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a great director. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you guys think about the females that are in the rap game now? Terrible. I mean, <laughs> man. Oh man. Listen, that's the all. The jig I is on. up, man. The jig is up, man. <laughs> no, uh, um, Pops was talking about. Uh, Industry plants. That's, that's uh, what he's uh, Agendas, yeah. man. Agendas, yeah. man. No, no, no. I ain't got a problem with like the uh, Cardis and the Nickies because they can be somewhat lyrical and they feel like it. But I mean, mm-hmm. we talking about like the like like the ice spices and like the sexy reds mm-hmm. and the Sukis. Like yeah, we like yeah, like like like, the, the like do you really want your daughters listening to yeah. to that? You know, that's it's, ratchet music. Yeah, it's that's just that ratchet. ratchet. That, all the ratchet. That's and that's how they. It seemed like that's what you know. You know they they push that agenda, but I think it's I think it's getting a little watered down and lame. I think they really okay. want MCs back, and I'm not taking nothing from the ladies. I really there's some sweet female rappers out there. I like Scarlett. There's a few of them I can name. Scarlett, Young and May, Young and May, uh, mm-hmm. P Dot, P Dot. That's yeah. my girl. She you know it's it's a couple I can name, um, but the vulgarness, man. The it, you know it's it's no content it's no it's nothing to it it's no feeling there's no bass feeling music it's mm-hmm. just the way they feel at that moment and they want to express how that is and we like life stories like jay like to do life stories i don't like i don't like shout out rap where it's just not it's, it's an art so you got to mm-hmm. take your time and make some art and got some yeah yeah now is now it's just it's just some of it's just thrown out there but that's just what it is like everybody living for the day you know what i'm saying yeah. like whatever's popping like right now yeah uh you know i i work in greek town on the weekends you know i help do uh you know population control and mediate between you know community and law enforcement and um, you know every it's like a car show when you at Greek Town on Monroe Street, like you see all the liveish trucks, cars, you know what I'm saying, coming yeah. up the strip. But that's all you hear, bro. Ski, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like they they super turned, they you know what I'm saying? Turn. And listen, well, I, we we are we will say this. Me and Jay don't have no problem with no artists. If that's your craft, that's your oh, craft. We just answering. A, we, everybody has an opinion. We giving yeah. our opinion. Yeah, we, we, no, we don't, absolutely. you know. You, and you our opinion is that we don't listen to it. That's, yeah. that's what <laughs> not at all. Yeah, no, no, hey, but that's that's yeah, unapologetically that. a, an answer. Like I, I I say it to say, you know, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not mad at you, but I don't like your music. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, for sure. sure. I mean, yeah, you are entitled to that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Every everybody is, you right. know. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, once you accept people for that, then you know, then you then you'll be okay. Yeah. You know, you know, you know what I really want to put out there too. They always say, "Well, you grew up in the days with Master P and all of them and that that," but I, but they don't see that. Like Ice Cube went to school. He went to college. You know, Master mm-hmm. P went to college. They, they were still doing things. I think they positive. have their own yeah, college yeah, now. Yeah they, yeah, they, yeah, they were going to school. Yeah, I mean, she comes straight off from wherever she was working, Wendy's, and tell you her booty hole brown. <laughs> and all of a sudden, she's a star. You know what I mean? So I, yeah, I, I mean, it's just, it's, it was nothing to that base. You yeah, know what I mean? I mean Master P could have rapped mm-hmm. or he could have stayed in school. Like, yeah, they, yeah. they they still was pushing to for greatness mm-hmm. outside of whatever they were doing or saying. It was just And art. they had a plan B back art. then. Yeah, now it's... you had a plan B. Oh, man. They got plan B. Like man, that. listen. <laughs> the drill rappers tell you, I'm going to shoot you right now in the rap, and they be serious. They be serious. <laughs> they be yeah, serious. Yeah. It's... And it's supposed, like I said, it's supposed to be art. They they didn't they didn't made it to where you know it's the game's a little dangerous. I tell my son all the time, he has one of probably the worst yeah, jobs. Yeah. yeah, no doubt yeah. about it. And and that's like like how do you survive in that? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I know why it separates you from the rest. You know what I'm saying? But it does it do you a disservice? You know what I'm saying? Or do you think that's what's actually going to push you? 
you know what I'm saying, past, you know, past everything else, all the other challenges everybody's going to go. Uh, no, I mean, you don't got I, beef, you don't yeah, got yeah, ops, right, right, right. you ain't disrespecting right, right. nobody, no. well, so you rap, already the, doing good. The rappers you know? that everybody look up to loves that guy. The yeah, Siders and all, you know, Siders say, yeah, BDZ, yeah like, everybody comes and, so you know. So I feel like it don't it don't make me no difference. I feel like I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like Kinda I, I wouldn't be any farther. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean? because it's just a lot of rappers today. What they rap about, even if it's not who they are, they have to portray the image. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because to to, re- the to reflect the music, the music. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. But there's real life consequences to that, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it seems like every time a new artist comes out, the only way that people would pay attention to them is if they have ops yeah you know what i'm saying Boy, like you can't you can't yeah. be no real rapper if you ain't beefing with nobody because yeah. yeah. who i'm gonna talk about you yeah. know what i'm saying i don't like i don't like drill at all they can sit here and say what they want whatever city or state you may be in drill is just exactly what it is it's You're just talking yeah. about killing people it's just telling on yourself yeah, though yeah. ain't yeah. ever been cool nowhere like you know music. what i'm saying when you talk about take, uh, they're trying to take, take the area. um the, uh, the lyric lyrics out of court now because the people, 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 because there's there's ev- ev- evidence in their music. Yeah, you know what I mean. They, so, they, so they don't try to use it. Yeah. But again, back to what I was saying with you know, it's 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 no, the content is horrible. The content is you know, and then it's going in that kid's ear, and that kid's rapping it to his friend, and his friend. Now these three ten year olds are just talking about what nothing it makes nothing so no and then you see little children i'm talking about three four five year old children little girls twerking you know what i'm saying i mean it's a dance but it's that's enough for adult women adult Mm -hmm. entertainment type you know what i'm saying be a kid be a kid i used to love real kids you know i still love the kids but i'm saying you know you see a little kid and you know he's Mm -hmm. really a kid you're like okay Mm -hmm. love him but then you know you got that bad kid, and you just kind of distant from him. Even though he's a kid, you want to love him and hug him. Mm-hmm. But he's just got so much anger in that little spirit. And it ain't for you to break much for the parents to. I ain't saying I don't help other kids around because mm-hmm. we do. We do a lot for community, but it starts at home. We always go back Everything. to that. It starts at home. You know, I, I work mm-hmm. at a nonprofit organization, and um, and you know, my first job coming out of prison after serving seventeen years was being a um, it was being a youth mentor. Yeah. And um, but I had realized quick that the youth of today were not were like the youth when I grew up with. Mm -hmm. You know, there's different challenges, different obstacles. You know, there's different struggles. Mm -hmm. So uh, I had to become a student. It wasn't about me coming in and telling you what is and what ain't. I had to learn from you. So Mm -hmm. I came in there as their student. The only way I was going to be able to advise them and guide them was to know what it is that they was going through. You know, I come, you know, Southwest Detroit is, you know, we have a large uh, population of undocumented people. You know what I'm saying? We have a lot of kids who their parents were undocumented. They were deported and sent back to their countries. And the kids are being raised by neighbors and grandparents and siblings, you know what I'm saying? And stuff like that. So it's like, you know, showing, you know, showing love, showing support, you know, creating safe, a safe space and a, and a safe place for, you know, these kids to be able to come and get a peace of mind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I talked about doing something like that with the kids after school. Uh, I had a lot of things that I'm, I'm going to put in the works. I know I got it wrote down and I know where I'm going with it. But I think like, you know, kids get abused when they get home. Some of them get some of them don't eat. So, you know, mm-hmm. I want to set up a place where they can come eat, maybe do their homework. Yeah. Get the stuff off their back before they get home to the to the mess. Oh, so you're you trying know? to make something similar like Boys and Girls Club that y'all some, have. Something yeah. like that, but more more strict on the come in with the homework. Right. We're going to do it for you. We're going to feed you. We're going to do everything mm-hmm. that you would do if you went home. We're going to feed you, give you a little TV, do your homework, give you some relax, just in case you may be getting flux or something that's cruel going on in the household right maybe you can balance it out a little man listen we got to set up a time because i would love to give you guys a tour of the detroit hispanic development corporation um it's a it's a huge place 
Uh, we got robotics program. We got a Best Buy Teen Tech Center. We got a huge green screen. Uh, we got a, a state-of-the-art recording studio in there. Oh, man. Um, yeah. I would love for you guys to come in there, check out the space, yeah. see where you fit in, maybe get some ideas so when you, you know, you're in a position to start putting stuff together. Right. But, yeah, we take all those things into consideration. We pick kids in from school. We bring them in. We feed them. You know, we give them space. You know, a lot of times there's a lot of multiple kids in these households, and you got the kids raising the kids. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The oldest one is 10, 11, 12 years old, and he's taking care of the three, four siblings up under him. Mm -hmm. He ain't even had time to enjoy youth or right. being a kid because he already got so much responsibility. Already. You know, whether, you know, the parents are just working or whether the parents are alcoholics or on drugs or it's a single-parent home or well, however it goes. You know, when they come to our agency, we want them to know that this is a place where you're safe where you can rest where you can take a nap you know what i'm saying yeah. where you can be fed and people here care about you you yeah. know what i'm saying that's exactly what i'm trying to set up too but it's just yeah. like you said man when they go back home it's like we don't know what they ain't doing we don't, we don't know. know what they seeing you know, know they got drug addicts domestic violence they got alcoholism all mm -hmm. these things going on in their home. my mom used to tell me don't get on the bus messing with that kid because you don't know what he went through the night before oh yeah so you know real. it's now we're starting to see it I don't want to say we had mental health when we was coming up as bad because mm -hmm. we had more out sources to oh, yeah. resources to mess with. But you can see the kid now that was bullied and mad or trauma at home. He comes to school and he shoots up to school. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So we're trying to if if we put in place what we're talking about, we can avoid some of that. Some oh, of yeah, this, some, so, you know, and uh, sit them down. And after they get a good meal and they do their homework, you need to talk to somebody. Like I say, if you get home, you can balance it out. You can say, well. I'm gonna get a beating when I get home, but my homework's done. I got a nice meal, mm -hmm. and I know I got somebody to talk to. Yeah. I only say that because we can't save everybody, and we can't take everybody, and they have to no, go no, home. Yeah. Right. But real. you can, but you can make their life a little bit more peaceful. But it just seemed like in today's youth, man, even children, bro, they're so angry, bro. Yeah, they're angry. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I mean, I hold, I hold us accountable for that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, but I just hate to see that. And that's why I do like healing circles with the youth. I hold community healing circles because I feel like, you know, we've endured so much trauma, you know, or inherited so much trauma. That's what you know doing. what I'm saying? That nobody knows where to start. And that's why I, I, I um, you know, the difference in my podcast and everybody else is you have the opportunity to have conversations here that you're not having at home. You can have the conversations here that you're not having at school. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like right. the things that really matter right. you know i've had guests who you know start talking about their past and become very emotional because they haven't talked about these things in 20 30 years right. you have people who haven't seen their siblings and parents in 20 30 years because of the resentment that they carry because of the experience or whatever it is that they went through right. and i'm trying to break those vicious cycles yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. and yeah. start getting back into the tradition of love and unity and support yeah. for one another you yeah. know you said and, something real important inherited People gotta understand that sometimes you get that pain from back back. It's deep. I got I got some of it, so mm -hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, no doubt yeah. about it. And you know, at the at the uh, nonprofit where I work at, um, we have a program. It's called Inception. It's the mental health gym. Uh, shout out to uh, Tina and uh, David McCuller. Uh, they're sponsored by uh, Rosario Dawson and Charlemagne the God. Shout out to <laughs> shout yeah. out to yeah, I know Rosario. Yeah, yeah. and um, you know it's a mental health gym. Um, we do uh, red light therapy, which helps with uh, uh, inflammation and swelling and blood flow. Uh, we have the um, we have uh, what's it called the Magnusphere. The Magnusphere is to help you stay grounded, and then we have a, a, like a chair that you sit in. And they clip on things to your uh, earlobes and, and onto your uh, hair pieces. And, um, and the computer will read and show you what the brain looks like without trauma and then shows you what the brain looks like and With how trauma. it responds wow. to trauma. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's been I, every opportunity I get, we get half hour sessions. I jump in there. Um, because you know the work that I do, you know, mm -hmm. when you're dealing with dealing with the community and all their problems, you know, every time I'm dealing with the client in some way or some form, I can relate to their trauma, and then it triggers my trauma. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So, 
but you know at the end of the day i feel like everything that i've endured everything that i went through was not for nothing yeah. you know because because now you know being home and just having conversations with with brothers like you you know what i'm saying where yeah. we can build and move past them types of things and and heal the hood one story at a time right. you know right yeah yeah, yeah cool. that's that's a good way to look at it uh i always taught jay you know i, I, I grew up a fighting child 90s kid a little wilder than my son, but I, I, you know, if if I would have had some of the foundation that he had, I ain't saying I ain't have a great mom and father, mm -hmm. but there was, you know, like they was born in the forties. One was born in the forties, the other was they, they, they older. Yeah. So what they said went. If you didn't want to eat what they cooked, you wasn't gonna eat. Mm -hmm. You know, the kids nowadays have more flexibility. My son be trying to tell me that it's a different generation, we're a little different, which I try to look at it like that. Mm -hmm. But with the old school ways, man, it's kind of like you know some some type of way we got to get back to that and it ain't about you know i took a lot of whoopings yeah like most of the people in my generation but i think we got to get back outside the whoopings just the, the, the stability and the man mm -hmm. you know they trying to change the man up mm -hmm. and i you know i'm not sitting here trying to bash no communities or who i, I want to make that clear i have no problem with none of that but the man in that house got to raise that little boy that that man, that uncle, whether it be that father, that you gotta have some type of man in there to raise that little boy. That male structure. That male structure. That it, male structure. it counts. You know, exactly. when, when we grew up, you know, and and that's the thing about today's generation is they ask questions. You know, that was a yeah. privilege that we didn't have we growing didn't have up. It, we weren't allowed to ask questions. You do as <laughs> yeah. I say, not as I mm -hmm. do. You do what I tell you. Question you might know? get your lip busted. And, and um, <laughs> yeah, no, we we be having conversations. My dad be like, oh, man, look, oh. What you just said to me, your granddad would have lost his mind. Everything was about respect. Respect yeah. your elders, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And you don't talk back, like mm -hmm. all that type of stuff. Like so today is different. When we I lost see things like that, I'm yeah. like, you know, it's we, we, had, we had to get back to them lifting uh, you know, our standards yeah. you know, and, mm -hmm. and our morale because yeah. it seems like now it's just anything goes. Yeah. You know? I say this too. I make jokes about this and it's not against mental health. But you know, they, they blame a lot of it on mental health. You know, so this dude did this is mental, it's something wrong with mental. Well, maybe when we was getting them whoopings and them beat downs, mm -hmm. we weren't doing it. And I ain't saying it was good, but we mm -hmm. was we was structured, like you yeah. said, and we knew that if we did that crazy, then moms and pops gonna bust us up which kept us in line. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm not saying either way is it, you know, I don't, I don't condone beating on your child, mm -hmm. but you know. But uh, see, that was the, that was the right. problem is that, you know, a lot of, a lot of adults were taking a lot of their anger and their frustrations out on their kids. Yeah. You know what I'm right. saying? You I know, I love that. my mother. She's one of the most admirable women that I know. But, you know, my mom was still living from trauma from when my father used to beat her. So as a child, every time I did something wrong, like my mom would, you know, she would give it to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And but you, But, you know, and as I grew up, I'm like... That little shit I did did not deserve, you know what I'm saying? A busted <laughs> nose and a mouth and that ass whooping I just yeah, took. Like, yeah. that shit didn't add up, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But I realized that that's why it's important for the adults to start healing because all that resentment that they have, you know, and then and then I look just like my father, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, so you so took it's like, like me. Yeah. That's just you like know, me. and it's like you've got this grudge against my father and what he did to you, and I look just like him. Yeah. Now every time I do something wrong, I'm getting shit that ain't really meant for me, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand that. So that's why I think that it is great that there is accountability today, and you know what I'm saying, and the, and, and the youth and the kids do have an avenue of, of some type of, um, you know, protection for themselves, yeah. bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I listen to my son and I, that's how I keep up with the, I ain't saying I'm losing it but you know I need to be pepped up sometimes on the trends and different things and I and you're right we do got to listen to him and I wish my parents like you say with yours would have listened to us a little more oh, but, look, but look, it didn't happen I, I will say this since, since we being being real yeah, hell you yeah. know it's called real everyday people when I was people. younger <laughs> me and my dad had our, had our you know little like spats and mm -hmm. I had to understand him too so it wasn't mm -hmm. just him trying to understand us. I had to understand him too. So as soon as I got older and realized like, oh, what I was doing back then, I really shouldn't have been doing. Mm -hmm. So 
I had to understand him too. It's just because yeah. a lot of times we've done things and been places that you guys don't know about. Yeah. And a lot of times we can foretell what the outcome is going to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Had he would not have guided you and advised you and supported you and sent you in a different direction, your career could have went in a whole different direction. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where it could have been self-sabotage, self-destructive, or just destructive in general. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He taught you how to tap into your own personal gift and walk in your own purpose. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean yeah. and to be the best that you can be you're doing things that everybody can't do or is willing to do right you know what i'm saying yeah, and right. and that's why i applaud you and that's why so many thank people you. respect you you know what i'm saying yeah. and support you right yeah thank you know thank you appreciate you boss yeah no, it's, no, it's, no, it's been dope. it's been uh the journey is everything you know i tell people all the time it's it's the it's, the, it's this the journey you meet good people you open up nice uh you open up you know, nice doors and avenues, but you meet good people and you, you, you strive to be, you know, I strive him to be the best at what he do. And I tell him, you know, your life, I don't put the rapper, one thing I will say, and we, you know, I always tell him this, your health and who you are means more to me than you picking up a mic. So if he goes somewhere and we on stage, for instance, he say, dad, I really don't want to do this show. I probably, you know, why? And if he give me an explanation why I feel like it's reasonable, we won't do the show. That's dope. So, yeah. That's so good. It's all, called on, it's all called on him. And, you know, now that, you know, we got Trick involved, I know that we won't, you know, things will be put where they need to be put if I can't put them there. And, when I, and I don't say that in a physical or mean way. It's just if I don't know, Trick will know. Yeah, 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 no yeah. doubt about it. But I mean, that's that's the blessing of of networking and getting to know people. And when you guys are all on the same page and everybody support each other and everybody got one mission and one goal, Man. you know what I'm saying? Then yeah, you're determined to be successful. And sometimes you got to make adjustments, you know, to make it work. But Man. hey, whatever it takes, you know. I mean, exactly. you know, it's it's a lot of people. They think that the, because of the name of my podcast is El Nino Podcast, that it's specifically for Latino people. And I'm like. No, not not at all. You no, know what I'm saying? This is called real everyday people, and we come in all shapes, colors, and sizes. You yes, know what I'm saying? Do. And we come from all walks of life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and uh, you know, I love I love being able to network. I love being able to build. I love everybody's stories being documented right now and being told to other people because you never know. It's somebody in your position right now that don't know what the next decision or what the next move is going to be, and they hearing your story and they hearing your father's story, and they like, you know what? Now I got it, but, you know. Yeah. I wanted to also add that you know the 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 song that uh that that Trick and Jay is working on uh, be out soon. We're still working a little bit on some Nixon Kinks. I let a little promo go, man, and uh, he hit a million views on Woo! Facebook twice. Oh, in the last years. week, it's to get yeah, yeah so man, you guys are killing it, bro. Yeah. How long? How long have you guys been doing this stuff for? Um, well, I say Jay, Jay, yeah, we have these. Okay, I'm okay. I like to tell people that I've been doing it ten plus years because it makes it mm. sound cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know he been beating on the, you know, if he counts, he beating on the, the you know, in, in you the know, freestyle with your and, friends yeah. at lunch, lunchtime. Oh yeah, but then, yeah, but that's where it begins. Then, yeah, that's but then, but back but then I was I was throwing my my own talent shows back then too. So okay. that's why I said I started back then because who else was throwing their own talent show that? Day? I know, yeah. I mean, sure. yeah. I mean, I and, and I applaud my son for doing it because it ended up a nice talent show and him and his friend they had a good time and he put it together. But you know, I I I, I start April of 2015 mm -hmm. because that was the first time he got his award and he really established himself as a rapper and it was in Detroit's Got Talent. What establishes you as a rapper? I'm just saying, it was a show. It was one of his. It was one of his real shows, mm -hmm. to where, you know, we put it out there. It was like, you know, you're rapping against grown men, and and it was a lot of people, and he ended up coming in the finals and getting an award. It was April 2015, and he was like this, and he was young, and I feel like that was the <laughs> beginning. But that's just me. He got his own perception. It is what it is. Yeah, no doubt about it, man. But but the thing about it is, uh, numbers don't lie. Y'all been putting in work for some years. Yeah. You know, I've been at this since really since I got out of prison, man. I've been doing this for a little over three years, and um, you know, I love what I do. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But yeah. it just gets discouraging, especially in times right now, because um, you know life is expensive right now. Yeah. Bro. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It yeah. costs me five hundred dollars a month to run this program here, and it's like. Yeah. 
it's like, man, you know, if I don't come up with that bread, I can't do. I can't do what I love. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it's like, uh, I've been reaching out like to everybody, family, friends, community. You know what I'm saying? For donations, for sponsorship, anything. And as much as everybody loves it, it's like everybody's really in the same boat. Yeah. You know what I'm it's, saying? It's tight. Yeah. And uh, it's don't just, give up on it. I will say that because we had sponsors come late. Uh, just keeps driving. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I said, I'm, I'm on the set. It feels beautiful. We've been on. It feels like a TV set, man. I it's, know. It's great. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. like probably the, the nicest podcast we've been on. We've been on several. Yeah. But, uh, you man, know. Man, that makes me feel yeah, good, man. Just keep Thank on you, pushing. I appreciate man. that. I'm man. loving it, I'll probably it, man. say this one. This one and uh, my man that got the other garage. My, yeah. My, uh, Detroit's unplugged. But, you know, it's, it's, it's not like. It's not like El Nino. Uh, I say that because it's more space. It's, it's, space. it's, it's you can see the work, mm-hmm. just like how you see the work. What we do, we see the work. And and shout out to Detroit Unplugged. That was my guy. He went through some, you know, some issues too. And I don't want to touch on this in those issues, but uh, that was a podcast. that was a great podcast. Yeah. But I really haven't felt comfortable. And you know, after Nobody him, there's no podcast yeah, until we got here. Yeah. yeah. So appreciate for having us. It's, it, it feels good. Oh being man, here. I'm honored. I'm a privilege. I, you know, I feel privileged by it. Um, and I just, I want people to see who you guys are. I want people to know your journey. I want people to support you. You know what I'm saying? Like everything you put out, I'm sharing to. I'm sharing it. Man. I'm subscribing. You know what I'm saying? Because I believe in what you do. I like I said, it. man, it was very inspiring, bro. And then your performance at the, on the Detroit Princess bro I was oh, like man. didn't know what to expect you know what yeah. I'm saying but when you went in yeah. you captivated See, everybody we, we bro didn't, we didn't know either because um it was like towards the end and everybody was scattered everywhere there was some people outside on the balcony or some people upstairs so we didn't really know how the crowd was going to draw to us so Pops was just like well out there your thing you know what I mean because when we look at crowds and stuff, we always look at the media and uh, cameras. And you know, he was like, just go out there and shoot, act like every 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 camera on you. And then mm-hmm. once I started doing my thing, we get to the second song, every camera was actually on me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was pretty so, yeah, dope, yeah, man. Pretty cool. Again, that was that was an event with 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 Serenity and Moms. They that was invite us again. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Ain't no doubt about it. Um, I'm going to be having a event December 15th. It's going to be the El Nino podcast reunion. It'll be my second year. Um, I'll definitely be sending you guys an invitation, but I've been really wanting to be diverse in my performances. Like it's a lot of people out there, especially in my community who, uh, you know, they sing, they dance, you know, they rap, they do Mm -hmm. all these things, but I've been just, I love exclusive shit. You right. know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I'm sorry, I know you don't be cussing. No, no, no. But I still cuss a little bit. Yeah. I cuss a little bit. <laughs> but I would love to see you there, man. And maybe if you have the time, bro, maybe you can, um, you know, display some of your talent, bro. You know oh, what yeah, I'm saying? That's what's up. To you. Yeah, I, w- I would love to see it, man, because it, it's awesome. You were like a superstar, bro. You Thank know you, what I'm man. saying? For real. It wasn't. It wasn't always like, like the uh, when the okay. So the so the competition he talking about that I was in with with the uh, the grown men. Mm-hmm. I had I had a, a two step. So instead of me like actually working the stage, I was like one of those rappers that was just moving back and forth, spinning my butt. Like yeah. I had to have my dad. Big Herc was our I judge like too. Herc. Shout out Big Herc. Yeah, Herc was a judge yeah. too. Oh okay. But yeah, so so I came a long way from from the two step. I spent a lot of nights in the basement just with the with the music on, and I had the remote in my hand just going out. I'm gonna tell you. What station that was? Uh, what was the what was Detroit's? Uh, was it WJLD? No. What was Detroit's local TV station back then? That it was. Not, it WXYZ. No, it was uh, none of those. It CBS? was. No. CBS. No. What was the? It was a late night. It was one of them late night okay. TV shows. You know when you? Yeah, I, I can't remember, oh, but it, it had nothing man. to do with no. It was like TV twenty, kind of oh, like, okay. yeah, yeah, something like, it was that. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. But it was it was first TV, and we caught it late. It came on late. We had everybody watching it. Me and Moms was kind of like, oh, our baby on TV, but <laughs> yeah, it yeah, was yeah. almost uh, 
it was almost uh, what you call it late infomercial hours yeah. though so I had, was, I, yeah. had, I had friends that we had school with the next day I was like stay up I'm gonna be on in there they was like they was like man it's like it's like 12 30 at night we still ain't seeing you and then when they finally see me it was like oh that was dope so yeah, yeah so the next day at school, I was I, I was pretty much the man. So. <laughs> we did a lot of no, we did a lot of TV real. since then. Though TV is 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 is, is different. You know, when you into it, you see how the, the magic and yeah, other yeah. things. But I mean, it's it's cool. I think you should do a collab with Baby Bell, man. I know you met Baby Bell <laughs> on that Detroit Princess, bro. Yeah. Uh, she be killing it. She's very talented. She's man. got a very angelic voice. And, you know, I just think that both of you guys being young and creative, like yeah. you guys could put a masterpiece together, uh, bro. I told her she was dope. And then I told her I liked the way she sung that Selena song. She was like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, I love Selena. So um, yeah. I've had I've had contacts with her through uh, Instagram and stuff. So we could, we could probably make that happen. Yeah. But I've been, I've been trying to contact her. She'd be busy. I'd be busy. But we definitely yeah, yeah, no doubt. Work. Yeah. But yeah. I'll tell you what, once you guys, I give you guys uh, that tour of the uh, Detroit Hispanic Development Corporation, man. We'll, man. we'll, we'll lock it in. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? That way gotcha, you see gotcha. what oh, yeah. we got there and we can make all the magic happen right then and there. For sure. I'm down. Yeah. Yep, no doubt about it. So let me ask you this, bro. What do you think about today's generation and the violence? I mean, I understand that we live mm -hmm. in a bloodthirsty society where the answer to every dispute is violence. Somebody mm -hmm. got to get shot. Somebody got to be killed. Why do you think that mm -hmm. this generation carries that mentality? Okay, let me tell you. For one, music has a huge influence. Definitely. Um, and I believe it because I love Icewear Vezo, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, that's probably, you know, my favorite, you know, guy right now. And people say it ain't influential, but every time I put Vezo on, my whole you know, mind yeah, stay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I perk yeah. up. I sit See, up. Uh, you know, I start yeah, going talk, fast. talking about like the money like, phone. Like yeah, the, um, every time my line rings, yeah, this 10-5 <laughs> money phone. Yeah. That was classic. I actually got to see him and concert with yeah. when that like when that song first came out yeah we had, we actually opened up for him and i was yeah. like oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, i'm in the front man. i got a video where i'm in the front with yeah. him like for he real? right next to me i'm like put the money i got my own little money phone out but it, it's <laughs> more of a money beeper it ain't a phone <laughs> i had a money beeper it was kind of small man. but i put it up there you know but oh, it was man cool. i was in the joint when he came out with all them songs that's when i got hip to him in the yeah. joint money phone clarity all the, i was clarity like dang he's hard so when i came home i've been back Hanging him ever since, but <laughs> when I when I do though, it do something to me. It's my yeah. whole mind shift, my whole posture shift. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, um, well, as far as the the, the, the violence now is terrible because um, what was, what was it about about a month ago? About a month ago, um, dang, that might have been longer than that. What about Dallas? Well, how long ago was that? Uh, been a couple months. Just yeah, say a couple so, months. So, um, a couple a couple months ago, um. I lost my cousin to gun violence. Uh, okay, Dallas, man, I'm sorry to hear about 16? that. 16. Uh, yeah, so shout out to my cousin Dallas. Rest in peace, love you. But he was 16 years old, and he lost his life to an uh, um, incident that happened at a gas station. Mm -hmm. And there was bystanders that got involved that got hurt, too. Mm-hmm. And I just feel, and it was over something as simple as, you know, like, road rage and stuff like that mm -hmm. so um, i just feel like it gets out of hand man and and pops was telling me you know back back then y'all y'all didn't have to have to worry about that back in back in y'all times of partying y'all didn't have to worry about people shooting up the uh the uh, the, the party i mean people got shot it was just rare yeah yeah but i'm yeah yeah right but i'm it saying that happens a lot more often than than it than it should yeah. well, i mean it shouldn't happen at it all it just seemed like it's reckless like you know yeah. i grew up in a you know in a in a, as a gang member in a gang active gang in the 90s everybody was in motion yeah. you know what i'm saying but and and it's not to try to distinguish or justify why we did what we did but i guess it was more um managed you know what i'm saying the yeah. damage that was done as today it's like every man for himself you mm -hmm. know like there is no rules there is no respect there is no standards there is no morals right. it's kill or be killed you know what i'm saying yeah. and you know to be able to wake up 
you know, with that on your mind every day. Like you can never have peace. You can never have rest. And then when you're a teenager and you have to live like that, you know what I'm saying? I be going all through the east side, west side, bro. I'm all through the communities. And you see these houses, bro. They got bullet holes all through them, windows shot out. And the kids, they only 14, 15, 16. And I'm like, man, this is so sad. And it's so unfortunate because there's so many of them that have talent or potential or the possibility to do something and be successful but how is it that you can away. dream big when you're surrounded by everything that's so small you know what i'm saying so no our people are impoverished mentally you know what i'm saying yeah. mentally impoverished mm. where we can't even think past past the block yeah. you know well, these kids ain't got no resources or no outlets man i mean they just out there and then it don't help that every six blocks you got a dispensary you got that liquor store. You got the average drug dealer. Yeah. And you, so you can you you, it's 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 community to me. I think it's it's sort of biased too. And we are gonna speak on your culture and my culture. Mm-hmm. They shooting it in both our cultures. Now this ain't a white black or Spanish or any of that. Mm-hmm. It's just the areas they want to put it in. Whether you stay there, and whatever you are culturally, if you stay there, that's what you get. You're gonna they're gonna they're gonna put it in them where they want it to be and where they want to keep it down. And I just think that, you know, that some of the kids don't got a chance when you ain't got nowhere to go. You you got, you don't, you have no gyms, but 12 dispensaries. Mm-hmm. You have 30 dispensaries and no school around it. You know, it's just, there's sometimes it's kind of to me, like the kids, they start off with no hope. It's kind of like the, uh, you remember that, that example you said, you uh, said, uh, it's a group, a group of young teens riding together late night. Mm-hmm. It could be, be about four or five of them. What are they bound to get into, depending on mm-hmm. what they're doing? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and then, and then yeah, how they conduct themselves when they're under the influence of yeah. weed and 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 getting drunk and alcohol and lean and mm-hmm. you know pills and everything yeah. else that they do you know access to everything you but know, resources that changes your whole character you know yeah. when i was younger we had a couple rec centers but it really wasn't nothing but a gathering spot like mm-hmm. it wasn't there was out. nothing educational yeah. like today but it kept you out the streets yeah. it kept you you know unlike our gathering spots was like that's how we kicked it because we didn't have phones, we didn't have text mm-hmm. messages. It was just like that's that was our communion. Mm-hmm. So it kept us around each other. Let's hoop a little bit. Hey, let's go out to eat. So we had to actually interact with ourselves. Technology, to me, you know, this is me. It's destroying the world. It and did eventually a, will destroy the world all the way around. It did a disservice to humanity. Yes, it did. You know what I'm saying? Because people don't even got to know you. Or like you, or hug you, or yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then people will judge you without knowing. And it's just, um, you know, I know that the idea of having access to the world at your tip of your fingers was a great idea, but I don't think that anybody realized, you know, the damage that would be done because of it. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's a huge disconnect in, um, in bonding and communication and all that type of stuff because of it, you know? Yeah. And now people are becoming a product of that. Yeah. You know, um, you have more people who are having identity crisis now because they don't know, you know, where they're, you know, what to identify with, who they are, what they are, what they right. want to be. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. And, uh, you know, it's sad and it's unfortunate, but every day I just, I, I just got to continue to be the example, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's what we, that's what we all play a piece. You got it. You a piece of the puzzle. Here we a piece of the puzzle, and we just got to try to put it together. Like I say, we need more male leaders resources. more resources more male leaders and again we got to get back to the females man what we were talking about with the rap thing and all the women that it i want more michelle obama's and viola davis's than sexy reds and that's what we got to teach our kids i want my daughter not to be like sexy red i want her to be in a business suit whatever she chooses to do mm-hmm. give her an option just don't be like don't that. Be I, and I'm not saying I don't like I say we speak on these people, but we don't know them. Mm-hmm. But the image that that's put child. out there, you don't want for your own. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. just I, I just the thing about it is when they put out the message that the value is in 
the beauty or the sex or you know what I'm saying all that type of stuff mm -hmm. instead of the value of the person the spirit of life right. you know love, the gratitude love, love. Yeah. you know when I was in the joint you know a lot of younger people I never heard them talk about relationships or love it was the B's and the H's, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Man, I got a couple B's, I got a couple H's, yeah. and I'm like, dang, bro, like, y'all don't even refer to women with no respect, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, you know, and then I feel like, you know, the women do a disservice to themselves because... They don't respect themselves, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, time. and the same with a lot of the, the fellas out there, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. They they ain't really showing as if they value themselves, you know? Yeah. And, and I think that that's what's really unfortunate right now is that... Um, people are not um are not valuing themselves and 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 they're not cultivating you know the things that that are good for them and that are righteous for them because it's like if you positive you soft yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. oh man you positive you hell, walk you away want, you yeah. soft you know. you know it's and that's what i was teaching my son too so it, it, it's not all about fighting all the time i didn't know that now mm -hmm. i sat over here and i can say it on the podcast i've been stabbed mm -hmm. almost died I've been hit with bottles, bats, shot at, mm -hmm. anything you can imagine. And if I could go back and do it differently, I would. Because mm -hmm. like I said, we're sitting there talking, that's, that's traumatizing to my brain. And you appreciate things different yeah. when you've been through a lot Definitely. of that. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I just, a couple weeks ago, I went and I visited this 14-year-old girl. She went to prom, got shot. Didn't have nothing to do with her, but she got shot yeah. a couple times in her legs. But instead of being like, you know what, man, I need to change. I need to transition. I need to change my crowd. The attitude was like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm hard to kill. You yeah. know, I'm like Tupac, Aww. baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm, I'm talking about a 14 year old female, bro. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That has that mentality. And I'm like, man, me, I'm like, do you know that we could have been at your funeral right now? We could be attending a funeral right now. Your family could be making t-shirts of you right now. I'm pretty sure that 14 year old though has seen a lot and probably living with pain. Cause you don't think that way. Like when I tell my son at 16, you know, he lost his cousin and all that. And they, they you know, they dying younger than that. At 15, 16, I wasn't thinking about dying. I wasn't mm -hmm. thinking about shooting nobody. Mm -hmm. I was getting that box lunch, trying to find a basketball to play with my friends. Right, and your bike to the gas station, mm -hmm. right? And then they always, and then I want to touch this too. They always say, "Well, you know, you talk about this and that." But back then, again, with the Q and they said, "But I'm gonna tell you what was different with the rap music back then, with them saying the, B, the B's and the H's. It really wasn't no different than the women doing it. But back then, we had R and B a lot harder. It sort of balanced." The industry. So if you didn't want to hear that hardcore rapper, you can go listen to Keith Sweat. You can go listen to Johnny Gill. You might even want to tap into Luther. It was a balance. There's no balance right now in the game. I will say that. Everything is turn up. Everything is turn up. So everybody that asked me that question, it's just it was a balance. R&B balances, we kind of swayed away from it. I'm hoping it's swinging back. But R&B coming back a little bit. A little yeah. bit. Shout out to Chris Brown. That's who we really want to work with. Chris yeah, yeah. Brown is probably And that's what I was going to ask you. Artist. If there was ever an artist that you could work with, who would it be? In the world? Like ever? Ever. Whoever. If you had the choice oh, to pick man. one artist you could work with, make a song with, do a feature with, who would it be? And why? I'd probably say Justin Bieber. Now that is a huge Justin man. Bieber. Oh, people, okay, people probably gonna get on me about That's that. That's a one. superstar, though. <laughs> <laughs> Only be um, management don't disagree. Bieber. He said but, management don't disagree. But Chris Brown would have uh, been a better no, choice. I, um, <laughs> no, I just feel like for one, I've been a huge fan of Justin since I was like younger. Mm -hmm. So to me, he was like like the like the first um, internet sensation to be that young doing it. So he was like, what, like uh, 13, getting getting hundreds of million views on YouTube. He was like, he's he's, he's the most viewed artist on YouTube. Like ever. But I don't think he's hotter than Chris right now. Yeah, he's, the, he's the most artist, viewed artist on YouTube. Ever. Yeah, but do you think he's hotter than Chris? Yes. Do you think he's hotter than Chris? I, you know, I think they both got their own lane. Yeah. That's yeah. How yeah. If you're talking they about fan bases, though, that's why, that's why I say yeah. that. I mean, you know, Chris, Justin Chris, Bieber, he's Chris the man. Chris Brown, he's, that, he's the man. Bit. But Chris, yeah, I Justin get it. Justin Bieber's never really been tainted. But then if you're gonna if you going if you gonna go back and forth with them, then you know what where, where J. Cole come in at, bro? Uh, oh, J. Cole's a beast oh, for J. Cole sure. Probably number two. Yeah, J. Cole number two. Yeah, J. Cole's yeah, a, I know I know that's what motivation. That's why I said yeah, it, J. J. Cole. Yeah, J. Cole and then yeah. 
I don't know. I really want to want a Lil Wayne feature before he retire on me. Ooh, that really would be do. cold. Uh, yeah, definitely. Wayne and J. Cole is my top two favorite rappers of all time. Well, and Eminem. Shout okay. out to Lil Wayne. And they actually so tell the me this. Birthday. Who's one of your old school uh, favorite rappers? Like Ooh, Nas. You like our Nas? Okay, yeah. that's a good That's a good one. Illmatic. That's conscious rap, Still baby. Matic. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, no, definitely not. I'll tell you what, man. Let them know where they can find you, where they can look you up, find your music, get in touch with you if they want to do a feature, whatever it may be. Uh, y'all can follow me on Instagram at official kid J. You can follow me everywhere at either kid J or official kid J. <laughs> and uh, yeah, appreciate y'all for the support. Go ahead, pops. Diamond Cut Management. I just you know I try to help out and and school. Uh, you know, because I got my own distribution, too, where I can put your music on all platforms, 100 and I think 18 all together, even in the JPay and jail. So uh, all the young artists that's out there that want to do something positive and you got great content, content, contact me, please. There it is, man. Definitely an honor and a privilege to have you guys here. It was an absolute treat building with you guys, getting to know you guys. And uh, like I said, man, I'm looking forward to the future, what we can do together, build some bridges, make something happen. A big shout out to my brother Zoe at L.A. Landscaping. Shout out to my man Danny Reyna at uh, Concrete Construction. And big shout out to my man, hashtag Mr. Not Guilty, Edward Martell. Uh, You know, if you catch you a case and you in some trouble, man, holler at my man. get you together and please man take a look at them sponsorship sheets man see what worked for you man look out for your brother man much love to you guys be safe enjoy it i love october go to the cider mills get you some cider donuts go get you go to the pumpkin patch go have all that good fun man because i tell you what man life is beautiful and it's worth living every minute of it man much love to you guys see you guys nope not next week but the week after that i'll be in tampa i'm going to see the lions in tampa game my brothers are taking me uh looking forward to it i'm excited about it lions Definitely been going hard since I've been home, and uh, I feel like I deserve this trip. I want to have so much fun. So I'll see you guys the week after that, man. Southwest Cho is on deck. So much love to you guys, and we'll see you soon. This has been an episode of Real Everyday People, part of the El Nino Podcast. Check out the El Nino Podcast live on Facebook every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. And for full episodes, the El Nino Podcast is available on Facebook and YouTube.